What's up, party people? Today we got something special for you guys. <laughs> That's right, you heard. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Hi, my name is Jaira. I'm Dinda. She's Dinda. And today, lawyer by day, right? Rapper by night. Correct. We have <laughs> Simba Mac with us. Shake. Tell the people something. Tell them something today. I don't know. What, what you reckon that someone needs to hear right now? I'm just going to put you on the spot. You need, wow. to, you need, you need to stick around. Stick around. You, we, we, might, we might exchange some useful information to help each other. That's I it. think. I hope so. Depends I on the believe question. So. so the pressure is really on them. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling it. I, I'm feeling it now. If you, if you ask the right questions, you might get the right answers. You know? <laughs> so right now, the onus is on you. Then it, wow. might, it might shift to me, but we'll see. How not wrong. Go. Not wrong. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, man. Like, so how you been? Like, uh, from what I mean, we've been hearing, we've been yeah. talking off camera, and you've been yeah. saying that you're actually on leave. But yeah, 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 um, yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely blessed. I'm black. Highly favored and flavored. Come on. Um, <laughs> I'm on leave, but I can't seem to leave my computer alone. So that's all good. Um, I'm enjoying life, man. It's just living that sort of, um, that, that, yeah, just having that balance, you know, that equilibrium in life, you know. Yeah. Um, mm. It's keeping the mind, like, activated and stuff, you know. Yeah. And, and it, you know, it feeds from an academic standpoint into, like, the creative side as well, which is also quasi-academic as well. You know, as much as it is expressive. So it's a beautiful thing. It's actually cool. Mm. You know, it's nice to rock up to work dressed like this. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. yeah okay. That's pretty Facts. Cool. I mean, you rocked up to church in this too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't play. We don't play, man. That's you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we're it, not yeah. waiting for traffic lights to tell no. us to stop. We come red and right. ready. That's it. You know? Nah, it's a vibe. Love it. Okay. It's a vibe. At least you guys receive me like this, you know? No, yeah. we love it. You come as you are, right? Yeah. Preach, preach, preach. Preach. So he... Mr. Simba Mack here put on a performance on Sunday for our 25th anniversary for Zion Church, right? Yes. Yeah. And um, listening to your, your lyrics, man, you got some flow there. That's, that's really? for sure. Oh, Thank you got you, flow. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Repeat that. Say it again. You got <laughs> flow, I brother. I don't think they got that on the... You know. <laughs> He's got flow, guys. He's yeah, got flow. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that, bro. Like, and then uh, I think through that, you expressed a bit about yourself and your story. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. And you yes, talked sir. a lot about how you came from Africa. Was it Zimbabwe? Yeah, Zimbabwe. Yeah. That's yep. right. And you, and you were telling us just then you came here to Perth. Yeah, by yeah. yourself. Most isolated city in the world. That's right. Who does yeah. that? Simba Mac. Just weirdos. <laughs> so what um what brought you to Perth? And I just want to know who you stayed with because did you come here like absolutely nobody, or did you have some relatives here in Perth? Okay, so do you want like an origin story, like like from Zim to Perth to? Yeah, let's just yeah, let's just hear it. Yeah, let's from, just do okay. it. Yeah. So um, okay, so so my granddad he was a chief, so he had like sixteen wives and eighty five children. Um, I always say to people, man, um, wow. if he was a praying man, like Bible dude or whatever, he would have opened like the first few chapters of Genesis, probably stopped at the power where he said, be fruitful and multiply and just <laughs> shut the Bible. Like facts. Like he just went in. He just in. liked it. And he, uh, he went in. But it's, it's obviously like a cultural dynamic as well, right? So it mm. made sense like culturally, like if you could provide for your family yeah. of that size, of that magnitude, it was encouraged and they'd also buy in or invest in the business, whatever it was, whether it was, you know, agricultural or otherwise or whatever, you know? Mm. So, 
So you, you wouldn't have to necessarily pay for labor externally. It would just be yeah. in house anyway. So it made it made sense at the time. Morally, obviously, you know, it is what it is. But obviously, we evolve with time, and from from my point of view, anyway, from our culture cultural point of view, we had our own gods and our belief system. Is only when colonization happened and the missionaries came and they introduced Christianity and the rest of it, you know, uh, we adopted a lot of like the the Bible sort of teachings and the rest of it. But prior to that, you know, people were just you know getting it in. You know what I'm saying? Being fruitful mm. and multiplying. Mm. Mm. So, um, yeah, my dad was, you know, one of um, those many children. And um, I guess, I guess, look, the older I get, I, I understand and I appreciate his worldview and his perspective based on what he was born into. Yeah. Right? Um, which informed a lot of decisions I'd imagine that he made growing up. Mm. Um, and I guess, you know, sometimes without having someone to sort of guide you mm. in, I guess, a, a reformed way of living or different perspective, you know, you tend to just do whatever you've seen, whatever you've been taught, right? Yeah. So he kind of replicated my, my grandfather's sort of lifestyle just in a, in the wrong time period, um, the wrong season culturally um, and, and morally as well. Um, and yeah, he, you know, he had his, his, his few wives. My mom was wife number three. Uh, she didn't know it at the time. She thought she was the first one. Um, well, we all do. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, we yeah, we found out that wasn't the case. And, um, yeah, when I was about six, things started getting a bit tumultuous in the household. Dad was very physically abusive towards mm. mom, towards us and stuff like that. And grew up watching that. And I was the eldest of the, the three of us. I got two younger brothers. Mm. Um, so growing up, seeing all of that kind of stuff really... Yeah, it, it, it does something to you as a child, but yeah. culturally as well. Um, we come from a place where they say, um, as, as a child, you're supposed to be seen but not heard. So there's a lot of stuff like I would have internalized as a child and not necessarily communicated or expressed. And even to this day, it's stuff I, I'm still grappling with and mm. trying to understand mm. why I see things or interpret things see. or act or react certain ways, yeah. you know, because of all that traumatic yeah. upbringing which yeah. was just never dealt with right and then um so so when that happened dad was a banker he was killing it um mom was she she just finished a secretarial course um and she was a receptionist at the time right mm. and so dad was the primary breadwinner zimbabwe is mm. a very patriarchal society so mm. it's very male focused male dominated and the women tend to be very subservient maybe not so much now but just generally and traditionally yeah. that's the way it is yeah. um and then what then happened was when i was about eight my dad committed fraud. So he stole money from the bank that he worked for and then he got caught and he went to prison. But wow. slightly before that, him and mom had separated so we're starting to live with mom and dad kind of disowned us like and said, okay, fine, to mom, like if you want to take the kids, let's see how you're going to do, right? Mm. So like I said, it's off the, you know, on the backdrop of Zim being, you know, a, a patriarchal society. So for a woman even to just thrive off her own uh, merit is very difficult without getting a cosign from a man, right? Yeah. Um, and that's the world generally, anyway, right? But more so, it's very much, very intrinsically like um, formed within. It's it's kind of like baked into our culture, almost, yeah. right? So when you see a woman thriving outside of like that man's sort of cosign, it's such a rare thing. Mm. And then it's even more um, amazing when you can see a single mom in the situation my mother was in. Yeah. Raising three young men 
um, with the only qualification being a secretarial course at the time. And mind you, I was getting the same school as the president's kid. I was going to private wow. school, right? Yeah. Uh, literally, wow. my school was next door to the to the state house, the president's crib, wow. right? So now mom's left with all of these responsibilities. And I remember when I was 10, she sat me down and she said, my son, listen, I, I can't give you the fancy clothes your friends have, mm. the, the cars <laughs> they get dropped off in, um, the fancy lunches or whatever, but what I can do is offer you the best possible education, try to keep you in those schools. Yeah. What you do with that is of your own volition. It's mm. up to you. You make the most of those opportunities that mm. you have. Yeah. And just bear in mind from this point onwards, this is a single parent household. Yeah. And you're not going to be like the other kids. So you're going to have to work three, four times, five times harder to get access to a lot of things that they had. So very early on, like my mom had sort of, put that in my head yeah um so i started doing even like my homework from school like like you know like weeks ahead you know like Mm. just i just knew i had to i was behind everybody else so i had to find sort of like hacks to just try to keep up yeah and it didn't help i was like also in the top stream as well and dealing with all of this stuff and then when my dad got arrested that stuff was in the news and all that kind of stuff so Mm. people knew about it so then i i internalized that shame again so first the the trauma from the physical abuse then to dad committing fraud and us going from being comfortable to being very poor, but yeah. still living amongst very wealthy people yeah. and trying to just wow. keep up with the Joneses in that sense, right? Um, mm. And yeah, man, it was, it was it was a crazy childhood. Like, And, and kids are so, so honest about certain things. So like they they would come up and ask like very tough questions, you know, like, mm. and, and where I come from as well, like your last name is what you're known by. Mm. So when, when I said my last name, which is Marconi, right? So Mac for short, Simba Mac, but Marconi is my last name. So um, like prize giving, I'd get prizes and stuff like that. And parents would always want to know like, who's who's that kid? Mm. And they'd be like, ah, oh, that's that's Simba Marconi. And then they'd be like, oh, which Marconi, right? And they want to know who your father is. Mm. And I always used to avoid those conversations because I don't want to yeah. relive that shame of, of having to explain or reveal to people like, oh, that's the kid whose dad's yeah. in prison, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just grew up with that. So my mom was very intentional about making sure we went to church because um, with my dad being in absentia and not being present in the household and not having like a, a, a very constant male presence, the only introduction I kind of had to that was God, right? Mm. So through church, so Sunday school, we'd go to church like even during the week, man. Um, my mom would go for like choir practice and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. And like, I was I was super clingy anyway. So like, I just go with her wherever, even the hairdressers, I just hang with her, or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, I didn't have a life. Mm. Um, not that anything's changed. Um, <laughs> still the same. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yes, you know, pretty much grew up around that kind of setting yeah. and just applied myself academically and did really well in school. And then when I was about. 16 um fell in love with the girl who happened to be the prime minister's daughter um and then she she left zim to come to perth and i was like shattered right i was like jesus wept i was like like, man it was crazy like i i I don't think i'd ever felt like that before like that level of loss and i think like that was god's way of saying okay this is i'm gonna motivate you to leave because there was no way i was gonna leave my mom you know but then my mom's like, well, especially you're the eldest. Facts. Being the eldest is like, yeah, and, and it's a weird responsibility. So, yeah. like, and also like we didn't have that kind of money for me to go overseas mm. anyway. Mm. Um, so, 
naturally I would have been just disheartened by that fact alone, right? Yeah. But then it's funny what love can do, I guess, you know, and as a motivator wow. and stuff. So I was so determined to be with her and she was in Perth and I was like, I justified in my head and I was like, but you know, mom, I could actually go there and make a living and start helping to support you and my little brothers mm. and, and get them to go to university and stuff like that. Mm. So you don't have to carry that burden, right? That was the plan since I was 10. Let's do yeah. that. So mom was like, uh, okay, whatever. So anyway, I wrote a letter to 10 of the wealthiest businessmen I knew back home. Went for interviews with all of them. They all gave their version of no. Um, too expensive. Look at the socioeconomic situation here in Zim. Can't afford it. We've got kids overseas, mm. you know, in Australia. We're going to move them to Malaysia now because we can't afford it anymore. You know, like all these stories. So all these no's I was getting. Uh, but I had this guy called Pastor Brian. Mm. Who he used to lead like um like youth group and stuff, right? Mm. And he was like, "Listen, we're gonna pray and fast over you going overseas, right?" Mm. And I was like, "Okay." And I was like a mad believer at that time. Like I'd given my life to the Lord and stuff. So I was like, "Yeah, pretty." Uh, yeah, my my faith was on on ten on a hundred actually. Yeah. And um, so we'd go every Friday night just to pray and we'd fast throughout the week for it and stuff. Wow. And the last guy I went to see. Made me sit in his in his reception for like two hours, right? Mm. But I, I had no other place to go after that, so I was like, I'm just gonna stick around. Yeah. And then he 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 made me wait, and then invited me into his office, and he asked me, okay, so what do you want? Then I think I was maybe seven minutes into my pitch, mm. and he was like, so you want to be president of Zimbabwe one day? I was like, yes, I do, sir. And he's like. I believe you. I'm going to pay for your first semester so you can at least get a visa to get into Australia. Mm. And then the wow. rest is up to you. Wow. So that's that's the story. Wow. Then, then my mom sold her car yeah. to pay for my plane ticket and then gave me the leftover money um, after paying for the plane ticket for me to start out here. Yeah. And then that's how I ended up in Perth, uh, 22nd of February, 2004. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's wild. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. So that's how I ended up here. Yeah. Yeah? Gives a bit of context to the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's so cool, that dude. That's pretty crazy, man. Wow. It's crazy, man. But but it's the kind of stuff that also keeps you, gr like, super grounded, right? Yeah. Because yeah. now, like, if if you understand my story and yeah. the trajectory of my life from the lineage going all the way back to my grandfather, right? Yeah. To, to where I'm at now, like, one, this is intentional, but two, this wasn't part of, like a well-orchestrated man-made plan. Mm. This is, like Drizzy would say, God's plan. God's yeah. Plan. You know what I mean? Like, Come on. I, I, just, I just happen to associate myself with the, yeah. the, ruling, the ruling authorities or the ruling parties at the time, you know, who's the most high, no lie. So, yeah, yeah and that, that, that's put me in my position. So, for me, I've, I've deliberately lived a life of faith, like, throughout my life because... I never had like guaranteed resources in life, mm. if you know what I mean. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. so I've relied on like just the the benevolence or the kindness of people. You know, that will come in at the right time, right place, or whatever. Like you're gonna freak out when I tell you how I got my first job. Like that's another crazy story. Well, you know, if we get to it, we get to yeah, it. But okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to it now. Oh dang. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> teasing us. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. So so what happened was like okay so um. I only had my first semester covered for uni, right? Yeah. So when I got here, I think I started in like week six. 
because I had to go get all these medical tests, whatever. And we're trying to sell the car to pay for my plane ticket ride to get here in the first place. So when I arrived here, like the uni didn't even know if I was going to come anymore. So I didn't have accommodation or anything. No one picked me up from the airport or whatever. So there was just this random chick that was there. So my mom had given me like just a little bit of money. And she's like, son, this is what you have between you and poverty. If you lose this, this money, like that's it. I don't have anything to give to you. So don't talk to anybody. Like just get on the plane, mind your own business and just, just get there, right? And go find a bank as soon as you get there and, you know, deposit the money. So like, all right, cool. So there was this this one chick from Zim, right? So we left the Zim, we left the Zim airport together um, via South Africa, with South Africa for a little bit. And we're just staring at each other, right? And I was just like, Mm-mm. mom said, don't talk to anybody. So I was like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. And then when we got to Perth, we landed like at the same time, obviously. And she was there waiting to get picked up. And she's looking at me and she's like, dude, what are you doing here? Because she, she'd been here for a while and she knew it was week five. So she's like, my guy, you look lost. Um, do you know where you're going? And I was like, yeah, I'm going to Murdoch Uni. And she's like, oh, that's great. So who's picking you up? I was like, I don't know. And she's like, okay, do you want to come with me? And I was just thinking my mom's like, don't be an idiot. <laughs> don't be an idiot, <laughs> you know, but I didn't have I didn't have options, right? So yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So she's like, well, I'm at Murdoch as well. I'm studying law. And I was like, oh, really? Okay, cool. I'm studying law too. Okay, this is sick. And she's like, okay, come. Um, I'll take you, you know, to the uni and we'll work it out from there. So I got to wow. the uni, went to student accommodation. They didn't have my name there anymore. Um, and they're like, we're so sorry. Like, we don't even, it's like Jesus, didn't have any room in the inn. Um, <laughs> and then, um, so what they said to me was like, look, do you know any friends you could stay with whilst we try and work this out for you? And then she's like, now nah, you can come and stay with me. So I stayed with her for like about like two, three weeks whilst mm. uni was trying to sort out everything, right? So yeah. that was it. So after my first semester, I was supposed to have a job by then. And being the procrastinator I am, um, I hadn't done that. And I was fast running out of money. And the uni was now like, okay, we need our money for semester two. Mm. And if you don't pay up, we have to let immigration know and you're going to get deported, right? And that was like the worst thing ever because mm. there were even people back home waiting for mom to fail. Like, because they're like, oh. you're a single wow. mom. Yeah. How dare crazy. you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what do you think you are? Like, sending your kid to Australia or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, what do you think you're going to achieve? What are you trying to prove kind of thing, mm. right? Um, my dad being one of those, you know? Um, so it was a re- it was one of those situations where like, you c- wow. I couldn't afford to fail. Yeah. So I was like, man, I've got to hustle. So here's a here's a crazy story. So my first job. So I, I had a friend, right, who who's just randomly applying for like jobs, right. So she applied for a job at an Indian restaurant, and she didn't want to go by herself, right. So she came she came to my to my um to my flat, and she's like, dude, um, can you accompany me to, you know, to my interview? I was like, yeah. yeah, sure. I got nothing to do. Let's go. So we went. We got there. She's being interviewed, and I'm just in the vicinity, just looking at the the notice board. Yeah. Um. And then when he finished interviewing her, the owner, he asked to speak to me. So then I sat down and he's like to me, he's like, oh, I'm so, by the way, I'm super green at this stage, right? Yeah. Like super church boyed up, like mm. Jesus to the fullest distance, mm. right? I don't know anything about the world. I don't, I don't listen to secular music. I'm all oh, gospel, wow. like gospel, rap, gospel, everything, right? Wow. So he's sitting me down and he's like, okay, cool. He obviously was interviewing me to be a waiter, right? Mm. 
so you obviously to be a waiter, you got to be engaging, know how to speak mm. to people, know what's happening, you know, mm. like, you know, be able to take instruction, multitask, all those kinds of things. Yeah. I'm just like one track minded Jesus. That's all I know, <laughs> you know? And I was like, if, if I, if I, if I forsake the Lord, I might just get deported. Like, so, <laughs> so I just had a healthy fear. So mm. he's interviewing me and then he's like, um, do you follow any sport? Nope. Okay. Do you go out clubbing? Nope. Okay, um, what kind of clothes do you like? I uh, just clothes. Like it was just a boring, straightforward interview. And then yeah. afterwards, he said to me, uh, "Would you like a job?" I'm just like, "This is crazy. This is bizarre." I was like, yeah, "Actually, I need one. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great." And he's like, "Okay, cool. I'll give you a call on Friday. It would have been like a Wednesday, and you can start on Friday." So I, I, I leave the restaurant with my friend. I'm just like, "High five, girl. We did this, right?" Yeah. And she's like, "Did what?" I was like, "Got the job." And she's like. I didn't get the job. Damn. Right? So that's how it started. So wow. got this job. And then whilst I was working there, a Sri Lankan family, it's Indian restaurant, so anyway, a Sri Lankan family that often eats there, came through, sat down, had their meal. We started talking, whatever. And they were like, yo, man, you'd be really, really good mentor for our kid. Um, what's your story? So I told them, like, yeah, you know, like I'm trying to pay my yeah. way through uni as an international student yeah. and not get deported. And she's like, look, I've got connects at back in the day used to be called um Burswood, the the casino. Yeah. Mm. I think it's called Crown now, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, and it's like I got connections in housekeeping and stuff. Like they pay really well as well. So you could possibly hustle that job and yeah. you know, um see how you go. So she she connected me with that person there. So I got like crazy shifts at Burswood, which helped a lot with yeah. the Indian restaurant. And then they'd allow me to hang with their kid as well. Yeah. And then um, they'd buy me groceries and stuff like that, like in wow. exchange, you know. So like it was a good system, ecosystem yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, so that 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 helped heaps. And then like I'd get a little money on the side for you know tutoring, you know, the odd student here and there, but yeah. no, nothing too serious. So and then I was also a residential assistant on campus, so that was like sick. So I had like these multiple streams of income, but it still wasn't enough. Yeah. But it was enough to sort of keep me going. Yeah. But then um yeah, but then through that like there was a lot of like. My enrollment got cancelled five times. So, wow. because I was behind in my school fees and paying that. Because yeah. I was a full-time student and, like, a full-time worker at the same yeah. time. And um, I I know for a fact, like, when, when, when a university cancels your enrollment and you're an international student, they have to report you to immigration and you're supposed to be deported. Yeah. My yeah. enrollment's officer, like, he... Because I was living on campus, so at least I was paying my rent on time, right? And my grades were decent. And he's like, you know, compared to a lot of kids that have got it easy, I can tell like your heart's in the right place and you're determined and you're pretty yeah. diligent. I don't want to I don't want to lose you. I don't want to report you to immigration, right? Shout out to Ian Gell, man, at Murdoch University, man. You're a Shout good out, man. man. God bless Shout you. Shout out. Wow. Come see you real soon. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, and it worked out. Thanks to you, man. God bless <laughs> you, brother. Crazy. So, you know, so Damn. So he so he would have to cancel my enrollments. I wouldn't have access to my course materials. Yeah. And I couldn't attend like classes and stuff. I couldn't sit exams and stuff. Yeah. But then I could like get notes from friends and do assignments and stuff and hand them in. But the lecturers wouldn't be allowed well, yeah, they weren't allowed to 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 mark them and, and put any grades up or whatever. But mm-hmm. I always told them just hold on to my paper. Yeah. Because I'm gonna pay my school fees. Yeah. And when I pay it, um I can't afford to repeat. You know, yeah. so so please just hold on to it or whatever. And man, that, that was like crazy. So that happened so many times, right? And what that can do to you, depression wise and just stress wise or whatever. Like I went to like a deep, deep, deep depression, like like suicidal. And the thing is, like, 
it was that shame thing again. Because yeah. I'm around all these kids who've got a lot of parents paying for them and wealthy kids, right? Mm. And I didn't want to be known as the poor kid that was struggling or whatever. So I'm trying to maintain wow. this whole like chill, I'm cool, I'm good yeah. image, yeah. you know? And like yeah. friends are going out clubbing, mm. all that kind of, I want to do that stuff. Yeah. Guys guys are having relationships with girls, you know, so I want to mm. do all that stuff, but I couldn't even let people get too close because yeah. they know too much and I'd feel too exposed. Mm. And plus, you're only allowed to work 20 hours a week yeah. as an international student. That was the rule. Mm. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. That's what brother uh, had to, you know, mm. okay. hustle. So, um, <laughs> mm. so in, in doing all of that, like it was just weighty, right? Yeah. And what helped was the music because I couldn't afford therapy. Mental health wasn't a thing back then. Yeah. Right? So I didn't know what I was going through. I just knew like I wanted to die and I wanted to, I, I was so exhausted. I just wanted to rest. Yeah. And I thought by killing myself, that would be the way to kind of do it. Right. Mm. And like, there's something about depression and about even suicide, right. Where mm. like people, pe- people who haven't gone through it don't, May, may not fully appreciate that. Like when when you get to that point, first you, you don't will yourself into that in most mm. cases, right? Mm. But once you're there, it's such a non-descriptive sort of sense of being. Like it's yeah. All, all you can see, all you can see is just the end. Like you just want to get out of it, mm. Mm. but you're numb to like just your normal cognitive functioning like yeah. the way you normally would think yeah. rationally you're just not yeah. that same person and i was heavy in the church at the time or whatever right but even then god couldn't reach me you know what i'm saying like mm. i just i just couldn't connect i just had this yeah. internalized anger and yeah. it was just like it was it was bad i was just in a really bad place so the music was therapy because i didn't have any beats or anything like that but i, I would write poems yeah um, to God or to myself, you know? Mm. And I think that was my way of trying to sort of unpack mm. what had happened to me, unpack what had happened in my life and all that kind of stuff. And mm. for me to just see it on a piece of paper, you know? Yeah. And just be like, okay. And weirdly enough, it turned into some sort of gift or talent. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I sharpened it, you know, along the way or whatever. So met someone, um, he's called Mash, he's my mentor. And he introduced me to a guy who who lived uh, called called Sunny who, who owned a studio like across the road from uni. Mm. He's like, listen, man, you need to plug in with this guy. I auditioned for him, and he's like, yo, you're nice. Okay, cool. Um, you can come use the studio for free whenever you need to. And wow. then so so that that was like a lifeline for me. Started recording songs, and then started doing youth groups and stuff like that, performing yeah. youth groups and all that. And then there's one youth leader. Now this towards like maybe four, third fourth year. Of uni? uni, yeah. So he, he was based in Perth. Uh, he's called uh, Pastor Cam, and he got a job at a Baptist church in Sydney, right? For the youth group there, right? Yeah. Now here's what's crazy, and this is just showing you like this is not. I, I was just present, and just God did His thing in my. He's been paved the way, life, man. Yeah. I'm telling you like facts. So yeah. like I'm like so so when he booked me to do a gig right for mm. his youth group he said he's gonna pay me like 200 bucks right he never paid wow. me that money and I was like man that cut me and you know like when you're on that two minute noodle diet like mm. <laughs> I, no, I was on it like literally yeah. ring for life mm-hmm. I wanna yeah. see those packs ever again but um yeah like like every cent matters man of like, course. I even remember when when um XPM Rudd um uh, gave us all that stimulus package. You guys may not have been in Australia around there, but it's during the GFC period. And mm. like you'd mysteriously like find like 700 bucks in your in your bank account, you know, mm. just to, 
feed the economy and help people like purchase stuff. Yeah. Like things like that helped me like get through. But that 200 bucks that like he didn't pay me really like affected me. But he always said like one day, man, you know, I'll make it right. So when he, when he moved to Sydney, he booked me for a gig and I was like, here we go again. But I was excited because he's going to pay for the flights. Yeah. And accommodation and food. And I'd never been to Sydney before. So I was yeah. like, All right, let's go. So I, I went. So whilst I'm performing for the youth group and sharing my story and the rest of it, um, he's like, um, so so the the senior pastor forgot his church notes, uh, for his sermon notes for the Sunday. Yeah. So he had to walk through the auditorium where I was performing, right? Yeah. To get to his office. So as I'm performing, doing my thing, he stops, right? And he's kind of intrigued and he's like, waits for a bit, whatever. And then he says to to Pastor Cam, like, who's this? Is that the kid you got from Perth mm. to come and perform? He's like, yeah, that's him. He's like, he's really good. I actually might just free up the Sunday service and let him do what he's doing, like, wow. for the main service. I was like, solid, man. Cool. Wow. I had CDs to sell, you know, back in the year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about yeah. CDs. Um, but yeah, so I was like, cool. Awesome. So, um, so on the Sunday, um, got up on the on the on the pulpit and everything, preached, did my thing, performed. Then at the end, I was selling CDs. Then this elderly wow. gentleman comes up to me, right, um, and he's like, he's wearing regular t-shirt, like semi-torn, you know, mm. shorts, just super chill, right? Mm. Like you wouldn't think too much about, you know, his, his, his situation, right? And so I'm just engaging with him like I would anyone else. I'm thinking, yo, you better buy a CD, bros. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Yeah, people out here, where you mean? Yeah, <laughs> and then um, he's asking me all these questions about like, so you're studying law? Would you ever consider like practicing, you know, over east, you know, here in mm. Sydney? I was like, yeah, man. Like, if I don't get deported and if I finish my degrees, for sure. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And he's like, okay, here's my business card. I own a law firm. Wow. I'm guaranteeing you a job the moment you finish uni. Wow. And I'm just like, Jeez. Jesus, where? With like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, right? So I was just like, so I always yeah. say to people, like, my my first interview for a job happened whilst I was fulfilling my vocation, like the thing that God called me to do. Wow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was literally like on stage doing what I felt God called me to do, which is yes, spread the word or whatever, but being consistent and faithful and disciplined and diligent yeah. with the skill set that he's given me. Yeah. And it opened someone else's perspective to say, I could use a this, talent like that yeah. in my in mm. my world. Yeah. Um, and then that's literally how I got my foot in the door into law. And man, the rest is is history, man, like after that. So yeah. it's it's been a, it's been an exciting, exciting journey. Um, yeah. But that's like that's like God in full effect. And and I want to be as transparent and as honest as possible to be like Yeah. yeah. You know, like there's this there's things, yes, I know I'm capable of, right? But I think why the story is important is because mm. it's about everything but me. Like you can literally yeah. see God mm. like God's hands effect. just yeah. Mm. Like yeah, favor. Crazy. His favorite man is yeah, right. crazy. His flavor, his flavor, you know. <laughs> that's wild, man. Damn. Yeah, wow. So really kind of Thanks for now. sharing that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like all my questions in my head. Oh really? Yeah. That's dope, man. That's dope. No, that's really uh, cool. Yeah. Wow. Like so, so that's why, like you know, you get to a point where, like, it's, it's, it's actually like a big relief, man. Like, not to have like ego. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I've had moments where I've been like, I'm the man, mm. and, uh, and he's quick to humble me, like in those situations and stuff, yeah. right? But then, like, there's like there's there is such a beauty in like, in letting go of like that and understanding that like, 
someone else is actually pulling the strings. There's, mm. there's yeah. a Geppetto running this Pinocchio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, It just relieves a lot of pressure. And it's yeah. the same thing like when I'm on stage. Like, then like, it's, it's, it's not normal. Yeah. Like, to get on a stage and control people or masses, right? Like, this mm. conversation is difficult. I get nervous mm. even just doing this, right? Now, you can only imagine, like, trying to, like, manage or pretty much you, you're a bouncer on a stage that happens to have a microphone. So you're doing crowd control pretty much, right? Wow. And having people, having, like, the authority and the command for people to follow and do whatever you tell them to do. It's yeah. such a unique skill set, right? Yeah. And, and I always say, I've, I live by two rules, right? Like, um, one, when you're on stage, always respect the stage. So always give your best. Always be prepared. Yeah. You know, when, when you when you give stuff. So you're responsible with whatever your gift is going to yeah. promulgate, right? But yeah. secondly, you're always at the mercy of your audience. Yeah. doesn't matter how good you are. I've done some shows where I'm just like, yo, I'm the I'm the nicest rapper <laughs> like here. Like, it's a fact. It's not disputed. Yeah. This is what it is. We all know this. <laughs> we all know this. Even the people who don't want to know this, know this. Mm. And I've come, come out short come up short, sorry, not even being the person that's engaged the crowd the most. And I've learned from those situations where it's like, you need to learn how to adjust. Mm. And I've applied the same adapt. thing to life. Yeah, just adjust, adapt. Like, there's, there's things that you may think you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But then you've got to have that scope and that perspective to be, uh, to have that elasticity. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. not just be one track minded and stuff yeah. like that. You know? That's right, be like water, right? Yeah. Hey, Bruce Leasy. That's it. That's yeah. it. Easy and easy. <laughs> wow dude thank you so much for sharing your story yeah wow. like yeah <laughs> i think i'm with jar as well i'm yeah. speechless but i do can relate with that god's favor and yeah man when it's just miracles over miracles over miracles yeah. like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy yeah and, and look and another yeah. thing like like a really big thing is like like my mom man like that's that's where it's like it really really starts for me because yeah. if if I didn't see uh, a, a woman in a patriarchal society against all odds like she had options to give up yeah and no one would have blamed her for it do you know what I mean mm. and she said I'm not gonna give up on my children I don't care you know yeah. what I mean like and I remember like the day when when my dad's story broke was a Sunday mm. and it was and my mom I remember her saying you're gonna go to school tomorrow. I don't care. You're going to wow. have to face those demons. You're going to school. You know, like yeah. all these little lessons like that and big lessons that she yeah. taught me have equipped me resilience wise even yeah. over here. So even when I went through some degree of adversity or whatever, right? Yeah. I was like, but how does this measure up to what mom went through? Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. what am I crying about? Like, yeah. I'm built for this. Yeah. I'm, I'm built different. Yeah. You know? yeah. Plus, I've got God like, holding me down like i'm not here by mistake and the one thing that also helped was like i was like this is not my plan like yeah. this is you god like if this falls through this is you yeah like i cannot take full responsibility for for some of this this is it's beyond me and i can yeah. i can feel the weight of it like yeah this is not simba this yeah is, this simba's a tiny little piece in this mm. massive massive thing that you you know you've you've concocted yeah. like so God, be God, like sh like show up. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and it hasn't stopped to this day. To this day, come on. You know, so it's really so amazing. good, guys. <laughs> I'm like, no, damn, amazing, solid, like, <sighs> wow, wow, um, that's amazing, dude. Just crazy. Thanks, 
Uh, I, I wanted to ask you though, you know, yeah. with where you're at right now in life and with, yeah. you know, still doing law, still yeah. rapping. Yeah, man. Is that always going to be the thing? Like they're just going to coexist or are you going to choose one over the other? <laughs> uh, my boss better not be watching this. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. Like, uh, what's up, Danny? Shout out to you, bros. <laughs> um, listen, um, so for me, right, like here's, here's a very interesting thing. They, uh, I feel both, both careers, they coexist um, parallel to each other. Right, mm. um, in my life, and people always say, "Look, lawyer by day, rapper by night." Like that's confusing, you know. Mm. Like, how is that even like a thing? And I'm like, you'd be surprised how many um, crossover um, attributes that complement each other within both professions. People yeah. are like, like what? So, for example, um, to be a lawyer you've got to be passionate about communicating, right? Because yeah. that is our job, right? Yeah. To communicate mm. advice, yeah. information, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, within a specific scope or area or expertise, yeah. right? Um, as, as, as an artist, I'm on stage communicating mm. music, communicating vibes, yeah. communicating energy, emotions, emotions right? right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, two, you've got to be down with language. You've got to like words. You've got to yeah. have some affinity or some... Yeah. You know, astute ability to be able to use words, yeah. language, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with when I rap. It's bars. Mm-hmm. It's about language, right? Yeah. Um, and what's even crazy about, like, about law as well is, like, we're in the business of persuasion. Mm. When I'm on wow. stage, I'm in the business of persuading the crowd to vibe with me. Yeah. To vibe mm-hmm. with my music. Dang. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and both, both careers also intrinsically have an element of psychology in them as well yeah. to be able to read situations angles perspectives i'm reading crowds i'm reading faces to be like that's mm. not working with that side of the yeah audience. okay flip it change it to this or whatever yeah. so you're constantly adapting and adjusting and all those kinds yeah. of things right mm-hmm. so they're both gonna exist together but ultimately i want to get into politics i want to be president of my country one day mm. so that's essentially where we're headed so that's still the goal 100%. That's awesome, man. I, I, so love, awesome. I love how through all these years, you, you have not wavered from the main goal. Yes, yeah. Sir. That's it. That's it. Respect, man. That's crazy. That's, it's, it's about service at the end of the day, man. Wow. Like, you know, yeah. That's, yeah. Like, it's, th- th- there is a point in life, man. And I always talk about my my guys, you know, like, uh, you know, Smash, Danny, Fuzz. Like, we, th- there is a level of success you can reach mm. where it doesn't feel like, it did when you first got there. Mm. And when you get to that point, especially when you're, when you're relatively young, you still mm. have a lot in you. Yeah. You know, like your life can be really, really hollow. Have you ever wondered why like certain people who um, are extremely wealthy but are so depressed, so sad, so young, mm. will go commit suicide? And you're like, but you've got everything. Like, why would you do that? You yeah. Know, because they would have achieved a, a certain part of their lives with, with respect to purpose yeah. and vocation mm. and then nothing else after that. Yeah. And once you've sort of peaked without purpose, like life is just, you're better off being poor because you've got something to work towards, right? Yeah. Mm. You know, but if you've ticked all the boxes, it's like, it's like having Netflix and having watched everything. Yeah. Wow. And you don't have Stan as an option. Yeah. You don't have Foxtel as an option. Yeah. You know, you don't have the movies or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And for us, it's the same thing. Like, that's how we collectively, even as guys, like, we view success. Like, 
yes, there's a point we've got up to and we've enjoyed it and we appreciate it. But then there is a calling, a higher calling to now yeah. serve people. Yeah. You know, the difference between having a millionaire mindset and a billionaire mindset is a millionaire knows how to make themselves a millionaire. A billionaire knows how to make millionaires. Damn. Right? So we are here like trying to just pass on whatever we've accumulated over time mm. and deposit it into others to make them good. And I even want the next generation, we want the next yeah. generation to be better than us. That's how it's of supposed course. to be. You guys are supposed yeah. to be better than me. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it would be a tragedy, a serious travesty if this became the standard of excellence. Like yeah. that's that's sad. Like mm. we've got to evolve, we've got to grow. Yeah. I'm so proud of you guys for for doing what you're doing. Like this is thank crazy. you, thank you very much. This is you. Your guys' idea, like yo, Simba, come sit down. You know, <laughs> get this old man to sit down, ask questions, <laughs> an interrogation. The lights are on and everything. <laughs> you know, have me behaving myself, not even cussing, nothing. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Um, but you guys, you know, like you're doing well, like and and even like. And not just, like, I love how, like, you're evangelist, like, the way you serve the body, like, of Christ. Like, it's it's not necessarily just in... in Inside the, the walls. walls. Yeah, man. Like, That's it's right. like, it's beyond you're that. Yeah. in the streets, like, mm-hmm. you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Interviewing rappers and stuff, you know, in, like, NASA overalls and all that. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. you know, and but but you don't know what you're doing and, like, like how it's going to impact somebody how it's going to change someone's life change someone's perspective mm. and if you look at my life it only took one person to change my entire life trajectory yeah so my mom was one right yeah um the my, my friend who took me with her to the interview that's one person mm. right that yeah. opened the door for me to yeah. have access to jobs yeah. and stuff that one pastor who said come to sydney yeah right place right time right that one dude who happened to be in the congregation who's like, here's yeah. my business card. Here's, wow. here's a, a job. I'm having this visual of you just like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah we bro. all think like the, li- the the stars have to yeah. be aligned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the masses have to be for you, whatever. Yeah. But listen, when it's God's plan, it's God's plan. And God just uses one person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Right. Use Adam. Just like one. warriors. Just come mm. exactly. and no. play different roles in your life. Yeah. Just I mean, pave the way. 100%. Like the, even the Bibles, it's, yeah. not, it's not even about like, it's not even about the supporting cast. If you think about it, right? Yeah. You got you got Adam doing his own thing. Yeah. He's a star. Eve doing her own thing. She's a a co-star, but a star in her own right. <laughs> okay. Noah. It's about Noah. Like he's a star. Yeah. Like God's dealing. He's using one person to, to get the work done. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I, you know, Isaac, Jacob, whatever. Yeah. He's using one person. Samson. One person. To, to correct a generation that's mm. lost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jesus, one person yeah. getting the job done. So you're that one person. You're that one person. I'm that one person. It doesn't have to be collective. Like, people will naturally follow. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, but they just need the one. Mm. The wise men follow wow. one star. Damn. They didn't need, like, a constellation of stars in one direction. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. just one joint. That's right. It's one joint. You need one phone. Wow. To contact how many people? Wow. Bars. Bars. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's fire. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, man. Wow. I'm having this like, like, mind blown. Anyone, I swear, man, you yeah. still, this is already copywritten, by the way. You know? So please don't use that bar. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's me. That's cool. So good. Wow. So good. You've shared yeah. so much with us today. Yeah. I mean, the best interviews is where you do all the talking. Yeah, for us. <laughs> just like, yeah. I feel like 
talk too much. No. no. It's all no. about you today, man. Yeah. Just you sharing your story. You've already added value to our lives for sure. Yes, for sure. So, yeah, thank you very much. It's, it's symbiotic, man. <laughs> symbiotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. goes yeah. both ways, man. Like, seriously, like, yeah. I've, I've learned heaps from both of you. And I've learned that you are already an elevation or an evolution of what I was at your age because I wasn't doing this. We weren't doing this. Right. Mm. We had a different way of trying to do what you guys are doing. Mm. Yeah. But we didn't have the reach that you guys have, the initiative, the skill set. I mean, like, I'm still typing with my index fingers, y'all. Mm. <laughs> it's real out here. Sometimes, you know, you're fancy. You know? <laughs> you know, wow. Nah, it's been a blessing. You guys are real. Wow. And stay real, stay authentic, man. Like, yeah. Like, like perfect doesn't exist. It's overrated. Like, mm. The only one to ever do it is JC, Jesus himself, right? right. Mm. And we're cheap imitations of that great original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? yeah. So even when you're young, like, you go through adversity or whatever it is, you, you mess up, you screw up or whatever, like, yeah. just know there's, there's this tomorrow, there's the next day. Yeah. You know, God, if God can forgive you, you should have the courage to forgive yourself. Mm. I'm good. still screwing up. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. At this at my age right now. Mm. But God's just been so faithful. Like, you know, like he's just like the whole way through, you know? Yeah. And I'm still discovering who I am identity wise, but I'm so authentic in like in my process. Yeah. Mm. That's so I've good. I've learned that as I've grown older. Like yeah. um it's okay to not be okay. If anything, that yeah. adds more character. Yeah. You know, and it sharpens you as well. Like, yeah. You know, so. mm-hmm. And it helps the people around you as well who yeah, like have relatable. to feel like, you know, they have to suppress all these feelings Facts. and the fact that you are authentic and okay not to be okay. Facts. It allows people to actually, you know, yeah. mm. and you're be vulnerable. Relatable. You're relatable, man. Like, there's, yeah. there's, like, do you know what? Like, it's crazy because like, even if you think of someone like, like even Jesus, right? Let's use him as an example. Yeah. Like that dude was like the coolest, dopest dude ever, right? Yeah. For him to even carry a cross that size, he would have had to be like a bodybuilder-esque type oh, of dude, 100%. right? Oh, 100%. And yeah. you know Jesus was yeah. black because he was cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we already know what it is. It's facts. I don't know what they're painting and all that, but I'm yeah, telling you for a fact, yeah. that homie was not pale. Maybe his palms were like mine, but that boy was cool, right? <laughs> and if you think about it, like, okay, so Simon, like, he was like the most like, like ratchet of homies, like, okay? Mm. Cussing out everything. No one could tame yeah, that homie, just, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, for that dude, like, that's kind of like, that's like you rocking up and like, I don't know, freaking Tupac, and Fitty Sin, like, <laughs> following you, like, no, you the man. Like, that's pretty much, like, JC status. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So you've, like, but then to be that, I'm sorry, but you cannot be, like, a goody two-shoes. Because yeah. they come from a world and have a worldview yeah. that cannot interpret that 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 visual, mm. right? Yeah. Aesthetically, you know, it's associated with, with, with everything anti what they yeah. know to be good, right? Yeah. yeah. Or, or to work for them. Yeah. Right? And like, so Jesus had to like code switch and exist in so many different realms yeah. to attract even just those apostles yeah. and for them to be so loyal that like they rocked with them till the end. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this is like crazy. Like, so yeah. if you think about it, like even, even as a believer, like, like if Jesus was not an authentic, he, he was breaking rules. Like, yeah. like the Pharisees, he was not popular amongst the Pharisees, right? Because, yeah. He was doing everything. They're saying like, "Yo, homie, you can't do that. You're messing our money up. Nah, don't do that, son." You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. remember the 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 woman who committed adultery? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're ready to stone her. That's right. That's and Jesus one, yeah. like put a line in the sand and said like he without sin cast the first stone. Yeah. Let's see. Come through. Let's see. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Hanging at the well with the woman that you know had been married. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like yeah. That homie was not hang. Zacchaeus was like, yo, homie, come eat with yeah. me. Like, but dude, you're stealing from people. Yeah. He didn't even like. He's just like, okay, let's go. Let's yeah, go that's true. Yeah. If you think about yeah. it, right? Mm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's you know, but but Lecrae. The rapper, shout out to Lecrae, did say something though. Like, even as believers, right? Like, even when we plug ourselves into like that secular realm yeah. or that world realm, right? Even though we may have the best of intentions and be like, oh, but Jesus hung around sinners. Yeah, mm. we all sinners, don't get me wrong. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, you've also got to be equipped because yeah, once Jesus did hang with them, yeah. they changed around him. True. They yeah. changed because yeah. of him, right? Yeah. So, it's not supposed to work the other way around. So yeah. You've also kind of got to be responsible with that kind of like, yeah. but, but it's stuff you're going to learn through life, through mistakes, yeah. you know? Yeah, agreed. O- obviously learn from those who've gone before you and try to avoid where they yeah. went wrong, but y- you're going to make mistakes. You're supposed yeah. to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. actually are supposed to make mistakes. That's right. You know, yeah. and the more mistakes you make, the closer you are to the right answer. Mm. So you're literally mm-hmm. getting that stuff out of the way because the teachable moments if you're willing to receive them. Yeah, yeah. Right? absolutely. Yeah, I was just thinking of like, yeah, you have to be rooted and I feel like it's so important to really be rooted and be planted and really internalizing your identity when you go out there, you know? And yeah, man, we all make mistakes. Gotta agree with that and yeah, like, yeah. You live, you learn, you get better. Yeah. 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 You're supposed to. You're supposed to make mistakes. I repeat, you are supposed to make mistakes. Wow. And you're supposed to use them as opportunities to, to learn yeah. and be teachable yeah. through that process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like you rightly said, be better, elevate, yeah. evolve, adjust, adapt. Yeah. Just don't stay there and try not to repeat the same mistakes. Yeah. And you yeah. will repeat certain mistakes, but you are supposed to make mistakes. Like, it's the process. Yeah. I guess my question for you now is like, when you've made mistakes in the past that say like how like and then you mentioned a lot about like shame you know and all that yeah. like what made you or what helped you to you know actually get outside that darkness because you know shame is a very like it's a very dark place to be yeah. and like what who helps you or what helps you to come out from that shame bubble yeah okay so so for me it's, it's perspective right so it's it's making more mistakes that were bigger than the last ones that give you perspective sometimes about how relatively small that thing that you made so big was, right? Mm. So, so for instance, th- th- there's sometimes where I've had friends that have shown up for me and have not judged me and have mm. accepted me with with all all, all my you mistakes, are. All yeah, my, you know, as well as the the glorious things that I yeah. made you know, embody, right? Or personify. Yeah. But they've walked with me, they've held my hand yeah. through those shameful things. You know yeah. what I mean? And that has given me courage and given me perspective in terms of my value to them, my value to community, my value to society. Yeah. Because sometimes the worst thing you can do is go through that shame and internalize it and try to self-psychologize yourself yeah. in that state. You're yeah. only going to go deeper and deeper into that dark spiral 
and yeah. you're going to get to a place where no one can reach you, yeah. right? Yeah. And you never want to have that. So it's good to communicate with, with trusted people, you know? Yeah. Um, just the other day, for instance, I, I saw this this, um, this amazing um, um, the gentleman who, who kind of gave this perspective and he said, you know, like, uh, the video game Call of Duty, right? Mm. So you know, like you know, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's all arms and all that, right? Like guns mm. and all. That. And there, there's moments where like you need to reload, mm. and in those moments, you say to some, to, well, you say cover me, right, to somebody, right? So they yeah. cover you whilst you're reloading, right? Yeah. And it's like in life, you've got to have people that are gonna cover, cover you 100%. because we're all gonna that. go through so seasons good. where we gotta reload. That's yeah. Right. right. That's and, right. And wow. when you say cover me, you're saying to that trusted person, if you don't cover me whilst I'm trying to reload, I may not make it. Yeah. Wow. That's good. I mean, so I need wow. you to cover me. Yeah. You know, and cover me sometimes means a friend listening to you. Cover me may mean you talking to God. Cover me may mean you going for a walk. Cover me may mean you in the studio writing raps. Yeah. Cover me may mean you resting, you know? Yeah. Um, the other day, once again, like I came across this thing where like um, someone said, when you are depressed, mm. it just means your body needs deep rest. Ooh. Wow. Bars, right? Wow. That's Crazy, wow. right? Because everything just shuts down. Yeah. Right? Yes. Uh, yeah. And his body's like, let's re- we, need, we need to recalibrate. Like what the yeah. hell? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and you just shut down. That's really yeah. what happens when you're depressed, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, but in those seasons, you cannot trust yourself yeah. to walk yourself through the fire through the smoke it's foggy yeah. you don't know what's on the other side you're, yeah you're, you're vision impaired you know yeah um and you're vulnerable so those people that were there for me and still are like i've gone through something recently like which has been like so traumatic for me right mm. and i just been like yo this is nuts like mm. i never thought i'd be that guy in that situation right mm. like like i know i'm going through a divorce right now right and i was like mm. man like i'm that christian guy like i never thought mm. like I'd be that person to like yeah. go through all that, right? And that even forced me not only just to be humble, but just to reassess just my identity. Be like, but dude, for real, who are you? Have you been playing a role all these years, mm. right? Because like That's we need deep, to check bro. in. Yeah, we need to check in with who the hell you are. Wow. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. we need to be real about that. And we need to emerge out of this circumstance, yeah. not better, but you. We yeah. need to come out as you. Yeah. You don't come out as a better version of what you were. We need to come out as you. Yeah. And this is a teachable moment that could change the trajectory of your life, generations, yeah. children, your children's children, or whatever. It's, yeah. it's not even a season about fault or about blame, mm. about what your dad did, what your mom didn't yeah. do, what you didn't grow up having, or whatever. Yeah. It's now about you emerging the way you need to emerge. Wow. Now let's deal with that. Let's start there. Wow. This is not anyone else's issue, anyone else's problem. Let's deal with you. Yeah. And okay, so where do we want to go from here? And how do you want to come out of this? Mm. Do we truly wow. want to be free? Do you want to be free from, from religion and all these things, dogmatic policies, protocols, procedures that Boxes. we were built into or plugged into from birth yeah. and then never got plugged out of or never adjusted or are we going to really figure this thing out because mm. are we going to be and, and that's like i, I want to be as authentic a human being yeah as possible and yeah. if that then leads people to god that's not yeah. like i'm, I'm th- th- there is shame in the process yeah but then once you 
get to a certain point, you're in a position to speak from a position of strength. I and love you, that. You need to empower people. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm standing here today. You may not see my scars, but there's a lot of them, internal ones. Yeah. But look at how strong this dude is right now. Look at how happy he is right now with everything he's gone through. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. So there is that other side. Yeah. You know? And I'm going to keep making mistakes. Yeah. God forbid, like, I make things that affect other people and myself, whatever. But I just... I've, I've given myself that leeway, but it, it has made me me now. Like, mm. do you know what I'm saying? I'm operating in a different level of freedom of, you know, just, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling somewhere. Like it's, the momentum is it's, yeah. it's unique. It's different. Yeah. I can feel it. Yeah. I can really feel it. I guess it. when you just own your story, own your scars and yeah. show up as you are, yes. yeah. you reach out, you know, to people you never thought you would reach yeah. out and like people who actually need to hear this story mm. yeah. because there is a power in the story. I do wow. believe in that. Yes. yes. Yeah. Facts. That's it. Yeah. Wow. wow. <laughs> Sorry, we're just like, we're just. No. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No. Wow. Thank you for being so vulnerable with us. Yeah, I'm um, just... All these people you don't know that are going to watch this. You know? Yeah. I uh, appreciate that. You guys deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it, right? Yeah. And if, look, there's so many things that I wish, like, older people yeah. or people with more experience or seasoned Christian or seasoned non-Christian yeah. Yeah, could have told me about how to navigate through life that could have maybe yeah. given me some insight or some perspective yeah. before making dumb mistakes and doing yeah. dumb shit. Yes, yeah. I said shit. Mm-hmm. Dumb shit. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, so it's important. Like, it's it'll be so selfish yeah. for me to go through that and rely and on the help of it. other people. Yeah. Right? And then not pay it for it yeah. and help other people. You guessed it. Technical difficulties. That's right. But, I hope that you guys are enjoying the episode so far. And since we're here, why don't you go and follow Simba on Instagram and like and follow us too if you don't already. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Anchor. Now, back to the episode. Now we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Now we are back. It's crazy. It's crazy. Now nah, we just, you know, like, I guess, I guess the most important thing is when, when you go through all of these things, right, mm. without perspective, and you, you, you're like one track-minded, one vision, one experience, yeah. one way of doing things, right, and you never get to know about what it's like to fail and what failure does to build resilience yeah. and, and tenacity yeah. and that bounce-back effect yeah. and how it can make you better and how you can come back. If, if you don't hear those stories, you're always going to look at failure as a negative thing. You're associated yeah. with something that should be avoided, something that shouldn't be done, yeah. something that sh- you should be ashamed of, right? Mm. But like, if if I didn't see what my dad went through, mm. right, I could have been susceptible or vulnerable mm. to being that version of him or not worse. That's right. mm. Because I got to see that failure and... See the result a, of it as yeah, well. Yeah, as a teachable lesson. Whatever. Yeah. Mm. And then for me, with my circumstances and stuff, it's like I've got I've got good brothers, man. That, that yeah. Love, that love me. Yeah. You know that don't care if I rap nice. That don't care if I'm a lawyer. That don't care if I've got nice clothes or whatever. Like mm. yeah. they they love me. 
for who you are. Sisters that love me, right? Mm. Um, and and they they care. They give a damn about Simba. You know? Yeah. Mm. Um, not a version of me when it's trying to be glorious or whatever. Yeah. So even going through like the divorce, for example, like the 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 last people I thought to show up for me actually showed up, and the people a lot of the people I expected to show up didn't. Mm. Right, and for whatever reason, right, it could have been, oops, okay, we don't want to be associated with this guy for whatever reason or whatever. But like, I salute the guys that were like, I'm gonna stand with this guy because mm. I know this guy. Mm. You know, I'm not going to judge him through any version of failure or, mm. or or any misconception of what he could be or should be. Yeah. I know this man. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. I got my guys like like Danny's like, I know this man. Mm. I got my guys like Mash, like I know this man. Mm. I got my boy like Fuds, yo. Fuds mm. is like, yo, I know this man. You know what I'm saying? Like and, mm. and like and and it's those things that reminded me that I am that dude. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I am that guy. Like, I am that guy that's got purpose. God's not done with me. Like, he, we've got yeah. work to do. Yeah. Like, the reason I'm still here, still standing is because there's work to be done. Come there's on. goals mm. to be achieved. And yeah. like you said, that trajectory, that plan from way back then, that's why it hasn't wavered. It hasn't changed. That's right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. and I will look back at these things and it's, it's amazing. Like, you want to have people that make it to the top and have gone through stuff. Yeah. yeah. The valleys. You, yeah, then you're yeah. like, okay, then I could, I could, I could do this. Yeah. yeah. I could, yeah. So you mean, what? They failed that. They didn't do any yeah. money. They didn't what? They didn't what? They didn't come mm. from money. They what? And what? And they're the wealthiest. What? How? What? Yeah. Whoa, whoa they're healthy. What? They couldn't have kids. Yeah. They didn't have kids. And then what? They, they, they had their first kid when they were 40. What? How? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because you just never know, like which season of life you're going to need to tap into those yeah, come experiences, on. Yeah. right? And and these stories need to be shared. People mm. need to have access to, to mentors, that the, these coverers, I call yeah. them, you know, who, whilst you're reloading. Yeah, you know I love that. They're not, yeah. they're not allowing for you to be attacked. Yeah. Even though there is an onslaught of, of bullets, ammunition coming your way, mm. you are covered. They're putting themselves on the line Damn. to take the blows for you. Yeah. Right? Because they know that, look, this mm. one, out of all of us, he's the one that's got to make it. Yeah. Mm. If it means we go down, okay, <laughs> wow. so be it. But this this, yeah. this one's got to make it. Wow. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I've got, I've, got, so good. I've got my guys like that. Like, I feel it in my core. Like, do you know what I mean? And those yeah. are the people, even for me, I'd be like, you need my arm? cool yeah anything happens to you your kids i got you like do you know yeah. what i'm saying like yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. your, your family i've got you like it's that kind of brotherhood where yeah it, it transcends yeah god forbid but even like like the faith so to speak like yeah. within a, a religious institutional sort of like scope it's like you know like these are like guys who are just like jesus or not i will i will i will fight for you i'm, yeah. I'm ready to, to to go there yeah. If we need to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. We all we all need people like that in our so lives. Good. Yes. <laughs> you need to check them. your list of people in your life and you go yeah. like, can they do that for you? Yeah. And can yeah. you do that for them? Yeah. 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 So yeah. wow. You know, and those those relationships are forged out of 
tension, stress, failure, challenges, yeah. peaks, valleys, yeah. the backs and forths, whatever, as yeah. you're sharpening each other, getting to know each other, they yeah. don't just happen. Yeah. Do you know? Because Come on. they are those places where you go to where they've got to really weigh up what they've got to lose by aligning themselves with you. Yeah. And it's a big risk for them, right? Yeah. And you've got to be worth it. How are they going to know you're worth it? Because of what you've been through together and come out of together. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I've done some battles. You yeah. Gotta. In the fire. Facts. Yeah. Facts. You have yeah. to. It's so necessary. <laughs> Gosh. This is so good, guys. I'm yeah, just it's like, a lot. There's a lot, it's a lot to like lot unpack to, and digest. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Look, Simon, we don't want to keep you captive here all night, right? Yeah. But I would so like to please. ask more about um, the of your rapping and stuff. Where can yes, the sir. people find you? Like mm, handles. Oh, I'm incognito. I mean, incognito. <laughs> 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 well, Instagram. So Instagram, it's Simba Max. So I T S S I M B A M A K. We'll put it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll please, put it up. please. We do will. That. We will. It's so necessary. Um, <laughs> um, Facebook. You know, Facebook will be Simba Max. So S I M B A space M A K. Um, that's where you're gonna find me in the meantime. I actually haven't released any music yet, which is which is wild. Are you are you mm. working on something at the moment? I've got music. I've just got like this perfectionist like mindset where I'm just imposter like, syndrome. No, 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 no. I, no, I can spit bars. I'm, dope. I'm arguably the nicest out. Oh, we heard you on Sunday. I yeah. mean, he stands true. I mean, no. facts. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how many rappers Dude, I was blown do you away. get in church like that? Like, yeah. make even the old people just like. I don't usually listen to rap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. it's it's different. You yeah. know what I mean? And like you you know when you know. Like, yeah. And that's not even coming from a that's like me, I like, almost stood up from my like chair to do the this and I was just like, right? and you're like, oh, what's yeah. the club? He's <laughs> like, like, this ain't a club. This ain't a club. He's like, girl, 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 behave almost. thyself. You know? Oh my but gosh. Twerk all up in the chair. It's crazy. <laughs> I've seen wild things out here. Nah, but. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, man. Look, I, I love it. Like, I lo- it's 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 definitely like my communication hack skill that God's given me, which is an extension of my personality for sure. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like, it's look. There's there's a difference between a co- a career, like a job, right? Like, mm. you, you go to school for that. You know, you go to university to be trained how to do that. Mm. You know. But your vocation, that's different. That's a gift from God. Yeah. You know, you can't go to be trained how to do that Mm. the way certain people who are actually gifted at doing it Mm. do it. But what you can do is you can be born with it and you can sharpen it. Yeah. You can go and perfect it. Mm. But there's certain things where it's just like, nah, man, they just, they've got it. Mm. And you can tell on stage, like when Mm. people are on stage that perform, you can just tell, like, uh, okay, that that person. That when people say they're a natural, yeah, you know, in the particular area of work, even as a waiter. Have you ever been to a restaurant and you're just like, that that that, that waiter, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know what they're paying them, but they should be paying. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Pay like, more. Yeah. Yeah. Like waiter yeah. Olympics, like yeah. they like <laughs> that's gold medal standard. Like, right, right. You know, even when you don't have money to tip, you tip them. Mm. they're that good yeah or if you've been on on an aircraft you know and the flight attendant or whatever it is like it's like the introduction like you know and they're like trying to you know they're talking to you know yeah from the cabin crew wherever they are at or whatever and they're talking to you know people on the plane and stuff and 
have you seen like those creative sort of like introductions like some of them come up with or whatever and you're just like this person they don't just love their job like they're born to like serve people yeah. in this capacity like yeah. they're so good at it mm. that's kind of me with this rap thing I think like you know so. mm. okay that's pretty cool that is awesome I mean when okay if you were to put some time on it right when could we expect something from, like from from you, like a release? Okay, or? like twenty twenty three for sure. Oh, okay, for sure. That's pretty soon. I'm ready. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. I've been sitting on this stuff for a yeah. whole minute. Like, <laughs> my guys are just like, I'm surprised. I actually, have like my guys like still like rocking with me and stuff. <laughs> mm. like, yeah, they've they've heard the stuff and like it's it's beautiful music. Shout out to Damo, Damien, man. I love you, bro. It's like. My, my 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 second dude like mm. my second me uh, musically man like yeah he's, he's my heart like that like you know and i uh, started this this music thing with fuds like like back in the uni days mm. you know and wow. like we've just and you know what's so beautiful but it's like such a an entrepreneurial sort of spirit or mm. yeah or thing that we started with nothing mm. from even, scratch Mm. Fuzz wasn't even making he started making beats for me so I could have stuff to rap over mm. you know what I mean and like now like we sound like we do we're doing what we it's, it's crazy it's yeah. crazy so 2023 you might get something okay. from me so are you working with these guys that you met from Perth and still working with now yeah 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 some okay. some of them um, shout outs to Audius as well um, he's the big dog like um He's done stuff with um, Delta Goodrum, Jessica wow. Marboy. Okay. Wow. Um, big names. Big dog, mm-hmm. yes. It's Sony for a minute. Like, such a humble dude, man. Like, like that's, that's the big bro. Um, he, he just believes in me so much, man. Like, and beyond the music, like, just, just as a man, as a brother, like, it's, like I said, I've got dudes. Mm. I've got dudes that, that transcend this superficial aspect of, doing what we do you know yeah. and you really can go deep yeah and they know you for you yeah and they constantly encourage you to extract that version of yourself yeah at every opportunity wow know? that's so good yeah yeah i think it's i i'm gonna comment on the fact that yeah. you haven't released anything but you've been rapping for so long like doing these um like on stage performances and i i watched some of your barbershop raps Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah, I like that yeah. too. Shout yeah. out to Aloy. My guy. Yeah. That's another one. That's a real yeah. one for me. That's carried me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's he's yeah. covered me too. Yeah, yeah. So that's my barber's store. Yo, shout outs to Aloy's studio in Melbourne. Yo, like, yeah. illest barber to ever do it. Can they yeah. cut Asian hair? Yo, man, he cuts black hair and he's <laughs> he's Asian. He's Cambodian. Okay. But, wow. But, but, but he was born in France. So he's, wow. he's, he's French Cambodian or Cambodian French. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he cuts African hair better than I've had my hair. And I'm like particular about that. Wow. Okay. Jeez. Yeah. Shout out to you, The video yeah. was just like, you should check it out, guys, on Insta. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Just well, like, boom, it's boom, like 360. Boom, boom. Okay, I don't know like, if I can do how, that. Yeah, how did you do that? I was just like, nah, man, those are skills. We're not letting you guys know nothing. <laughs> it just happens, you know? Nah, but yeah, yeah that, that happens at his spot, man. Like, so if you go get a haircut with him and stuff, you know, talk to him nicely, he might just, you know, hook you up with, you know, the Alloy 360 experience, man. Wow. You know, show off your... If you come to Melbourne, yeah. you can, you're not really going to cut your hair, but if you ever do... <laughs> 
you know, slightly. You can come for fun, though. Yeah, come for fun. <laughs> yeah, I come yeah. for fun. Jerry, you got to come. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm actually trying to grow my hair, but we'll see how we go, you yeah, know. me too. I'm trying to grow mine too. Okay, all right. Then. Well, if you're still getting a cut, then. It's just a week, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I'll get one too then. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, yeah. But um, yeah, check that, that uh, scenario. Scenario freestyle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I like that because that's like one of my top songs, man. No I love way. that song. Yeah, that's dope. Man. He made me do that because like oh, real? I don't really mess with like old school, also like, mm. like that that old like hip hop. Like mm. my my favorite genre of all time, weirdly enough, is country music. Right? Whoa, no way. Yeah, like, like, I wouldn't have thought that. I know, yeah, no never thought Hashtag that. me too. Yeah. Like wow. um like like Dolly Parton, Kenny Rogers. No, Dolly I don't know those names. Uh, <laughs> old school, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Damn. Wow, but, but okay. they're the best storytellers. Okay, yeah. right. You know what I mean? And that, that music just calms my soul. Like, mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And as far as I'm... If I say it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> Dolly Parton is cool. Like, All she, right. Yeah. She? She. She is cool. You don't know who Dolly Parton is? I'm sorry, no. This generation's hectic. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> man. I'm out of here. I'm I'm to Google, <laughs> to Google that first. What? Yeah. No, no. Dolly. Dolly's a vibe. Okay, have you heard of Islands in the Stream? Okay, you know what? If I heard it playing, I might be like, you oh, I know. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think I might know. If, even, okay, Jolene. I'm no. sorry, man. That's no, cool. Don't worry, man. After this, <laughs> kind of a no, I'll educate myself <laughs> after this. Dolly, Dolly Parton experience. Shout out to Dolly Parton, by the way. <laughs> like, so all yeah. these, like, uh, when you're like in, in the chair and you're rapping, are these all freestyles off the dome or is it like you've already Rick, like, had yeah. an idea? No, I got, I, got, I got like bars for days in my head. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm always ready to... Mm. Do you think you can shoot a few bars for us now? Yeah, I could do that. Okay, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't have a beat, so you have to go a cappella. A cappella, I'm that kind of fella. It's all good. Let's, Let's go. go. Would you prefer us to give you an item, or like you just like just? I just spit, man. Um, I could spit about. Actually, you know what? Oh, you know a what? A synopsis. What? A synopsis. Or, yeah, of, you go. Or like, yeah, of my life story. Yeah, yeah, yeah go. Yeah, 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 that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Every time I talk about it when I want to talk about it, mama told me, Simba, don't do it. If you think you're going to make money doing music, my boy, you got to be stupid. You're a talented kid, but we got mouths to feed and you got brothers to lead. You're the captain of this family tree. So I had to do what I had to do when I had to do it, but your boy was cool with it. I just did what mama wanted. I just did what daddy couldn't. Got on a plane, headed overseas. By then I was barely 19. All I had was a couple of dollars, a couple of dreams. You know what I mean? In pursuit of a couple degrees, I prayed till I was weak in the knees and I did grow. Maybe that's why they call me Negro, please. <laughs> Homie, I wasn't even a refugee, but I was homesick and seeking refuge. Jeez. Um, Immigration on my case, but I wasn't going to be a deportee. Fluctuating self-esteem nearly crippled me. Mama needed me. That level of stressing led to undiagnosed depression. See, I contemplated suicide. Thank God that I'm still alive. Thanks to a couple of guys living similar lives, and they sympathize with the Simba guys. So I guess they sympathize, and we synthesize, and we came to symbolize greener pastures from the other side of life. So recognize, uh, you're born to strive, conquer and thrive, conquer and thrive. First ever on the Fresh Kids podcast, guys. Damn. First ever. First ever. <laughs> I think that's a good way to end, honestly. Yeah, Thanks. that's a good way to Thank end. Thank you, indeed. Simba, for blessing us today. Now, Thank you so much, you, man. Bless you. I'm Glory just... to the most high, no lie. Amen. Oh, come Amen. On. Yeah. You know? I mean, any, <sighs> any last words? The mic is still yeah. yours to speak, man. I said too much. Make mistakes. Be teachable. Elevate. Evolve. Adjust. Adapt. Win. Conquer. Thrive. You heard it here. Check him out. Check us out. Like, 
subscribe, yes. all that. Yes, yes. All right, guys, we're signing off right now. This has been Simba Mac, Dinda, and Jaira. Stay fresh. Stay fresh. Peace.